0: Drama
1: Bonded Welcome to our podcast. I'm Jess. I'm Mandy. And we are Drama Bonded. A podcast where we talk about the drama and the trauma in the Bachelor multiverse and throughout Western pop culture. Hi. Hi, friend. We're back our roots. We're back to The Bachelor. Well, Bachelorette. hey oh. Yeah. Charity season is upon us. Starts on Monday, but if you watch
0: the way we do, it starts on Tuesday. Yeah. I will admit that I am struggling going from the neon bright lights of Vanderpump Rules into a Bachelor season, but I think... After watching the first episode, I'll be excited. Yeah, I actually could
1: not agree more. It's um <laughs> I just know we're not going to get the drama or trauma uh in in Charity's season that uh Vanderpump well, and provided. I, I
0: actually hope that for Charity's sake. Yeah, we don't want know? Charity
1: to go through anything even remotely <laughs> close to uh what Tom Sandoval has done.
0: But yeah, it's it's a transition for sure. Maybe yeah. a healthy one. Um, but I, yeah, here we are. We're going to do it. Yeah, recalibrate our drama meters yeah, again. That's so all that, it is. I just need some recalibration.
1: Yeah, because Vanderpump Rules is just always at a 10, sometimes <laughs> an 11, recently a 12,
0: <laughs> 13.
1: Yeah. Uh, we don't have a candy review for you today. Uh, we're sorry about that. There's only so many candies available. And also, we've both just been. We dropped the ball. Yeah, that's actually what happened. I thought I had time to take a nap today.
0: And I actually didn't, but I took one anyway. You know what? That's fine. Your nap is way more important than candy. And we have ideas for some future candy reviews that'll be fun. So candy is here to stay. It's just not here today. Wow, that was like a little poem. I love it. Uh also on that note, if you have any kind of
1: offbeat candy that you think is really good that you want to share with us or want us to share with everybody. Let us know because we are we are always open for that. Hell yeah. Yeah. Well, let's uh jump right to it. What um what are your hopes for this season?
0: Ooh, okay. My hopes for this season are Huh. Well, I hope that we get to see some of charities like genuine personality. Sometimes I feel like the lead gets a little lost. Yes. I feel like it's a little bit more about the cast of men or women, depending on if it's The Bachelor or Bachelorette. Uh, And that's just kind of how the show has historically been. I know there's a couple standout seasons, like Hannah Brown season and uh, what's her face? Caitlin. Caitlin Bristow season. You know, there's a couple that I think stand out where the lead is, manages to kind of hold their own so I hope Charity holds her own and I hope that she doesn't get lost in you know the cast of men which just sometimes happens and it's not necessarily always the lead's fault I do think it happens to be more of a production thing
1: I was just gonna say it feels to me like the way in which Charity will be most successful and be able to do that to to shine with her personality is by having the support of production and them setting her up to not Because, like, we watched Rachel and Gabby's season was just an absolute dumpster fire. And there was just no winning for them. I think even if they hadn't had the problems that they personally had, I think that it's still, like, if production doesn't create an environment where a lead feels safe and, like, they're making good choices or set up to, they're going to play it safe. Because you don't want to be basically at the hands of the public (laughs) <laughs> yeah, and I or also ridiculed. think it's
0: based off of the way the show is structured. And we're going into this season with um, a lot of new production people, right? Yeah,
1: so many new people.
0: So we have the potential to see some fresh changes, some new perspectives. I'm I'm just hopeful that with the changes in upper management and production, like there's a shift in the show for the better.
1: Yeah. Um,
0: what What would you like to see?
1: You know, what's so funny is I put that I would like to get to know the contestants more. But I think by that, I mean, I want more of that footage from the house.
0: Yes, I was going to say that, too.
1: Like, I don't need to necessarily like I don't need any more of the trauma stories. Like, that's fine if they want to share it. But like, I want more of the fun. I want to see how they interact.
0: I want bromances, oh yeah, and I want to
1: see that like in a healthy way, not like
0: in uh, Caitlyn Bristow season, yeah, like, where it got a little toxic. But let's humanize these men. Let's see more of their personalities. Let's see what makes them tick. Let's see what they do in their free time at the mansion. Yeah,
1: because it's so different than what they're doing when they're on dates. Yeah, yeah. So I think that would be really fun. I'm hopeful for that dates. I want more interesting dates. Yeah,
0: no wedding dates. Oh my God, that cannot, I hate that. What else is kind of overdone? Like, I don't know if The Bachelorette has this version of it, but like, let's not do the pretty woman date. For sure, I'm with you. I want not know, it's just
1: new ideas.
0: The Bachelor tends to repeat a lot of things.
1: Yeah, and also annoyingly, I feel like The Bachelorette has a lower budget, so we don't even get like the caliber of dates that The Bachelor gets. yeah let's get some really lots of good helicopter dates if we're going to do that. But like the Bachelorette never gets those. At least not as much. No. And to be honest, what I really want is dates that let the men shine and also allow charity to shine that aren't so overproduced that or staged. um, So that we, yeah, just get to see them more, like who they are, who you are when you're nervous on a date rather than who you are, when you're about to jump out of a plane
0: yeah two very different nerves i would like some more competitive dates but when i say that i don't really want it to be like take off your clothes and do something competition i want it to be more i don't know outside the box like of course there's going to be some competitive sporting dates because it's a castle of men but how do we get competitive outside of the sporting arena didn't we do that on Michelle's
1: season where they sat down and they had to, like, spell words?
0: Yeah, I like that. I like kind of putting guys in the in that position because I think you learn a lot about them when they're kind of, you know, when they are forced to be outside of their comfort zone. Yeah. You learn a lot about somebody. Yeah. I do think about that date often, though, and how bad of a speller I am without spell check, And, like, I would look so dumb. I'm okay at spelling. I'm I would have been worse off on like the math portion.
1: Oh yeah. But, but I would have been right bad at, at that too. <laughs> Basic arithmetic and reading, writing, the struggle. Um yeah, I guess realistically too, my biggest hope is that charity ends up happy. I just seems like the last few have not gone, the last few bachelorette seasons haven't gone great. So it would be Fair. good to have her Be supplied with a good group of men to be able to make a good
0: choice. Yeah, I hope it's a love story for her. I hope she finds her partner, and I hope she's excited about the way the show ends.
1: Yeah, and if they're not ready for engagement, to be able to leave together without feeling the pressure to end an engagement, I don't know. She does seem really kind of like she wants to be engaged, though. So, yeah. Which is fine. Totally. You want to be
0: engaged? Yeah, I don't But, like... Get engaged because you know it's the right step for you and that person. Don't just get engaged because the show is formulaically telling you this is what happens at this point. Exactly. Yeah. Make that. Make the choice for the right
1: reasons. Here for the right reasons. Right reasons. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. So rather than go through all of the men's bios because, let's be honest, 10 of them are going to be gone so fast you won't even remember them. We, and by we, I mean Mandy came up with this really fun idea to attach what, like, sort of, um, how would
0: you quantify that? Like, you know in your high school yearbook how you have, you label people in your class that are, like, most likely to do something? Yeah.
1: We came up with 10 categories that are specific to the bachelor for
0: this, and then we assigned 10 guys to those categories. Yeah, based off of their bios and just also spent some time looking at their Instagram profiles. My favorite thing to do. Um, I had, you know, this group actually
1: wasn't that exciting because I feel like I just kept looking at the same things over and over and over, which was just the three Fs of football, fitness, and faith. For some reason in my head, I was like, God. And when you said three Fs, I was like, what? Dude, I know. Well, actually, when I first went to write that out to you, I was going to joke and put F in parentheses and then put God after it. And then I'm like, no, dumbass Faith. So I'm glad that I got it together. But yeah, no, that's that doesn't immediately come to my mind either. So uh, without further ado, give me your first category and your first man. Okay.
0: Uh, the first one is most likely to kiss Charity first. Okay. Who you got? (laughs) I put down Joey. Joey is a pro tennis player living in Hawaii. He loves stargazing, golf, and country music. And I feel like Charity also loves stargazing, would probably be great at golf. And we already know she likes country music. And Joey's just super handsome with his dark curly hair. Like, what are we even talking about? For sure. You have so much detail. I wrote like
1: snarky little one-liners for everybody. So I'm not going to give you all the same information that Mandy is uh, so lovingly providing you. I think it might be Michael who kisses her first. He His Instagram page is, he does yacht tours. And I don't know if he owns the yacht or if he works for a yacht company. He's a
0: yacht captain. Oh, Captain.
1: (laughs) See, I think you got to have swagger, man. You just you got to have a lot of confidence. And he just seems like he's going to be somebody who's going to go for it. Like, he's not going to
0: hesitate. That's fair. I have Michael on another one. But I think Michael's a really good choice for that one, too. For sure. Okay. Next category.
1: Most likely to be group clown. I went with John B. Based off of his Instagram page, he's got a cute dog. He does dumb shit, but he also has a master's degree. And I think smart people have the ability to be very funny. And by does dumb shit, he's got a photo of him like jumping off of a cliff, but he's like posing for it. Like a model pose? Like a model pose. And there's like kind of those types of things throughout. And so he seems like he might be. Okay, John B. John B. Yeah, might be kind of a, a goofy guy in the best of ways.
0: I have Taylor. <laughs> I kind of cheated because in his bio, it literally says class clown energy. Oh, that's amazing.
1: <laughs> I This is what you get for not reading the assignment is that no, you miss out on information.
0: I actually think it's so great that we are coming at this with different information. Uh, I think it provides balance and it makes us talking about it less repetitive. So I think it's great that you went to Instagram. Okay, cool. Some other things about Taylor. He's not as romantic, but he loves to be like thoughtful and surprise the women that he's dating. And I <laughs> on like the three random things about Taylor, one of the things that says is Taylor follows the Renaissance periodization diet, dot, dot, dot. It's all about macros, baby. Dude, these guys are into fitness. <laughs> yeah, a lot of a lot of really fit guys. But I thought it, I, he seems kind of clever and he already identifies as a class clown. For sure. I just want to say
1: don't do those RP, t- RP periodization diet things. They're, that's mm, Don't do it. <laughs> it does work. You will get abs, but you will be miserable. Well, Taylor's probably funny and miserable. Well, all of these guys are so ripped. I have for him cute dog fitness. But like, I swear to God, 50% of these guys, I wrote that. Cute dog and fitness.
0: Yeah, well, most people who go on The Bachelor
1: are really fit. Yeah. Okay. I like it. Um, is it next one you or?
0: Yes. Uh, the next one is most likely to talk about himself too much. I put Aaron S. And the reason why I put Aaron S. Is he refers to himself as a real life Superman. Oh my God. So can't make that shit up. I guess someone could have. But I hope they base it off of, you know, the stuff he was already writing about writing about himself. And. On top of that, it said that he is looking for a wife who can break through his tough exterior. I fucking hate that. That's Jesus. not her job. <laughs> and he also just dropped in there that he has gone cage diving with sharks. He has like too many hobbies and activities. I think it's just the energy I got from his bio is that he's a try hard. You know what I mean? Oh, I didn't get good energy
1: from him either. I have him on another category. And I just was like, his Instagram page, immediately and I'm sorry I just I'm gonna be honest it was like douche okay, okay.
0: I think that 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 works with that category
1: <laughs> for sure and I was like I do not like this guy and to be fair Mandy and I are just doing this off of very limited information yeah we, we're not gonna hold anybody to this nor is this gonna be the hill I die on he could be a lovely man he just does not present that way on social media apparently or his bio
0: it's almost like Online dating, you know, if we are swiping through these guys on Tinder or something, we have a very limited amount of information. It's kind of like first impression based off of what they're putting out, putting out in the world. Yeah, I think he also does CrossFit.
1: Um, and douche, I'm just douche. Kidding. <laughs> we say that as douches ourselves. Yeah, we can say that because we have done <laughs> CrossFit. Okay. Um, I put Sean down. He. Also has a dog. But you know what was weird about his Instagram page? Is he had several photos. And by several, I mean at least three of him smoking cigars. Oh, weird. And like in the stupid blazer, no socks. What's up Loafers with the no look? socks? I don't know. some Do think show- their ankles are sexy? I don't like having socks either, to be fair. But socks are definitely back in. Lala's been wearing... This is a very big digression, but Prada loafers with like, I'm not even kidding you, just like white socks. It's wow. a look. So, I mean, socks are back
0: in, you guys. I love Lala's fashion, so I'm here for it. Yeah. Also, men maybe put socks on. I don't know. It is. I don't dislike the no sock look. I just think on The Bachelor,
1: it's super prevalent. Uh, yeah, all the time. Just like nonstop. Prevalent. Every- prevalent,
0: prevalent. Prevalent. Sorry. Oh, that's okay. Relevant, Prevalent. I say words wrong all the time we on this We see it podcast. on The Bachelor a lot with the men. Word. <laughs> okay. I think that the Sean was a really good answer for that, and that's because I used him on another one, and I think that he could work either way. Oh, for sure, for sure. Sean's the one that has the French bulldog. Yes, But
1: it's not. It's like a. It's like a wiry French bulldog. Oh no! He might have put an old man filter on it. Sometimes you guys, I cannot tell what's real anymore online. (laughs) Like it's all just confusing to me.
0: All right, uh, to you, Jess. Uh, Are we on number four? Yeah, most likely to
1: win a sports challenge. Yeah, listen, I just gave Schwartz a lot of shit for not being able to count to four, and I just lost count. So (laughs) here we are, sports (laughs) challenge. Okay. I chose Khalid for this Okay, I was stoked to get to his Instagram page because, and listen, I am not the best judge of drug use in terms of PEDS or, you know, performance enhancing drugs, steroids, but he talked about it. He's got a quick story saying how somebody came up to him, gave him a compliment, asking him what steroids he used. He's like, I don't. Whether that's true or not, if that story really happened, or if he's just, you know, protesting too much, who knows? I will say his physique, to me, did look like the physique of somebody who works really hard and is just natural. Okay. And
0: that's a big compliment coming from Jess.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Like, he doesn't have, like, super massive, you know, pecs, completely chiseled abs, but he looks really good. He looks really fit. He looks healthy. Okay. And so… Part of me feels like these guys sometimes who look really really good that does not looking good and having abs or incredibly defined biceps what have you does not mean that you've got a lot of fitness in other that areas they're they're it can happen there's there can be crossover but sometimes they can be mutually exclusive. <laughs> yeah. Maybe I need to check out Khalid's profile. I totally followed his <laughs> Instagram uh fitness page because I was just like Hell yeah, okay. I, I, I appreciated it. So he's got my money for a sports challenge. I love that.
0: All right, my answer is Chris. And it is because Chris holds the Guinness World Record for um, two things. One, the highest standing box jump, which to me is super impressive. Dude, that was wild. He's got that all over his Instagram. page. And the second was highest standing backflip, which how does that work? highest standing backflip is that with a pole over yeah okay that's
1: actually if you go his instagram page it, it's so funny capitalize on what you know if it also makes me laugh that he thinks he could teach people to jump like dude some of that's got to be genetics but he does have a lot of breakdowns on how to improve your ups
0: well I, yeah and i just find people that have like high twitch like muscle uh <laughs> you know genetics are often like really blessed in the fitness
1: world. Yeah, and this also, we just want to say, we we're not also taking away from the hard work. You can have the genetics, in yeah, it, yeah, but, yeah. So I didn't mean to also play that off,
0: but like when genetics people,
1: play a role. When
0: people have natural hops, it takes you far. <laughs> Absolutely, yeah. He's. You
1: should definitely, if you're at all interested, he's another. I think really interesting Instagram profile. Okay. Fitness related. That's that was really fun to look at. That's a good choice too. I. I actually briefly forgot about him, so that's a that's a good choice.
0: He said his favorite sport is dunking, which oh. I found that hilarious. <laughs> and uh, he also enjoys drinking wine and binge watching Grey's Anatomy, which I don't know if that's true because I feel like that's something a guy would put on his dating profile to lure in a lot of women. But if he does, like I like drinking wine and watching Grey's Anatomy. I mean, I'm not single, but I'm just saying, like that's a fuck yeah, I love doing <laughs> an that. An attractive trait for sure. <laughs> I love that. Okay. All right. Most likely to be the biggest flirt. Uh, this is where I put Michael, the yacht captain. Uh, I I chose Michael because in his bio it said that he considers himself a romantic and he wants to make women feel safe and taken care of. Uh, um, he, I also think that you have to be kind of charming or engaging as a yacht captain just because that's part of your job. And it said that he collects cologne. And if a guy collects cologne, I feel like he kind of is like, he wants to get close to women. I mean, yeah. Yeah. That's why I picked Michael. But I felt like (laughs) uh, I love that how it kind of played with your choice for Michael. For sure. Yeah. We got
1: kind of the same read Uh, for me. I picked Brayden. Oh, yeah. Is that the the wrestler? No. Oh, but just kidding. No, I want to talk about that guy. Um you know what and this is based off the YouTube video that was posted about all the guys Oh okay. He just looked like he was flirty. Yeah.
0: For <laughs> I love that. Sure. <laughs> so, yeah. Okay. Watch out for Brayden.
1: Yeah. Um and so the next category, most likely to be a mama's boy. I feel like this can be interpreted one of two ways. Of you've got those obnoxious guys who are absolute mama's boys. And you're just like, Jesus fucking Christ, like enough. Or you've got guys who are like, they love their mama, you know. That's not a bad thing. Yeah. I kind of got the vibes from, um, is it, I've, I I apologize for slaughtering this, Doton? Oh, I don't know how to say it either, but yes. Yeah. He just seemed like that was somebody who like probably genuinely likes his mom.
0: Oh, in like okay. In a good
1: way. So that I, I don't mean that as a good insult. type of mama's boy. Good type of mama's boy. The All kind right. you definitely want around in your life, not the obnoxious kind who relies on his mom for everything and it's too much and expects you to then take up the torch.
0: <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of pressure there. <laughs> um, my answer was the other type of mama's boy. And that's it. because in his profile, it said that Xavier ad- mostly admires his mama <laughs> and wants a partner that will show their children the love that his mama showed him. So that's already like, uh, (laughs) 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 but Xavier is six, six, which like, hot damn, that's a tall man. And he enjoys knitting, which I think is adorable. So I don't know. I don't, I'm not, I'm not saying that Xavier's totally cringe, but his mom was mentioned in his bio. Yeah. That's a (laughs) Uh, a little red flag. Yeah. Could be fine, but, you know. It's pink bordering on red. Okay, pink. Pink flag. Yeah. Maybe he just, you know, has, like, a lot of respect for his mom and everything she did for him, and it's totally fine. But I just find it a little, like, that's one of the first things you tell people about yourself. That's weird. Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. Okay. What we got next? Most likely to not have a personality.
1: Oh, my God. I'm so excited to see what you put.
0: So I actually put your cigar smoking Sean, <laughs> yeah. Um, and it's basically because in his bio, I felt like it didn't have anything of sub substance. Basically, what what I know about him is he has blue eyes, supposedly a great career, and a dog, and he wants it all, and he just wants a girl to make his life awesome. Boring. He loves golfing and boats, which to me is like okay. And he's really into his hair. I just didn't think that there was really anything there that was telling us that's somebody who's really clinging to the American dream and values
1: appearance.
0: Yeah, and wants a woman to kind of fit into his already awesome life. But his supposedly awesome life kind of seems bland and uh, I don't know. I just wasn't impressed. And uh, his his Instagram page really read that way too
1: actually like that is probably pretty accurate that's a good call (laughs) well maybe he'll prove me wrong yeah um I put pilot Pete 2.0 oh okay just because like I don't know he he also was like into being a pilot and being a pilot isn't your personality um and also he's really into fitness So, it was just kind of like, I don't know, just read a little
0: one-dimensional to me. Dude, I think sometimes being a pilot is their personality. I mean, it's fair, that's a really serious job. Like, you're flying a fucking airplane. I'm not saying you're wrong. I'm kind of agreeing with you, but I also think that it's so much of their, like, life and persona that they don't do a lot outside of
1: that. For sure. I don't Uh, know. Yeah, no, and again, you know, who knows, but yeah.
0: I think that was a good answer. Yeah. You know, if you can't talk about planes, what else are you going to talk about? Oh, my God. Yeah. Nothing. Yeah. Okay.
1: Uh, Most likely to put their foot in their mouth. This is where I put uh, Aaron S. Okay. Just because, like, that, especially you confirming with the tough exterior... Like, that's the kind of person that says something. Well, I didn't really mean it that way. You're reading it wrong. Rough around the edges. edges. Yeah. I think that's a good answer. I don't have good things. I just, no, not a fan. I'm going to die when he's like this really lovely human (laughs) being and she chooses him and they get married and are together forever above all else after we just like really have had nothing but bad (laughs) first impressions.
0: You know what? I am open-minded. I am here for all of these men to change my mind. Totes. Yeah. All right. My answer was Brayden uh said that he is funny as he is handsome, loves hard, and he wants to put it all on the line. So that's kind of pink flag for me of like, oof, is is he gonna be kind of like Blake from Katie season where he's just like In love all the time. In love and he's down for whatever and he's just there to be in love. Um and then he also references his dog in his profile, which is fine. Like I love my dog more than I love most people. <laughs> but we've also had some people on the show. AKA Rambo's owner. I don't even remember his name. See, I know the dog's name more than I know the guy's name. Because Rambo's perfect. Yeah. So I'm just like, ooh, what if he's one of those guys that talks about his dog too much? And then in one of his like interesting facts about himself, he said he's not into meditation. Don't get me wrong. I don't meditate a lot, but I also think it's weird that you're staunchly against meditation. Like, (laughs) that already seems like a weird thing to identify with yeah
1: yeah it definitely says something about you doesn't it yeah i don't know that's
0: totally fair yeah all right next one um most likely to have the best fashion this was hard i bet you have way more (laughs) knowledge based off of looking at their instagram profiles uh but my shot in the dark is warwick and that's but mostly because he was wearing this really cute kind of like textured stripe button up in the photo with a necklace. Uh, he has Japanese roots and has gone to J- Japan multiple times. And I feel like Japanese people have great fashion and he enjoys theater. And I feel like anyone who's open to artistic hobbies tends to be a little bit more on the fashionable side. Hell yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I agree with that. And he was really attractive. <laughs> yes. Actually, that's what I put.
1: So cute. And to his credit. Wait, you put the same thing? No. Oh, okay. Sorry. No. no. Sorry. (laughs) No. Okay. My answer for that is Aaron B. Okay. He just, he's that person that has, like, he's thought about his Instagram captions. Oh, okay. I don't know. So he takes, like, his Instagramming very seriously. And while some of these guys definitely did, they did it in a different way than that. So he's a little bit more thoughtful. Yeah, it kind of reads a little bit more artistic. So similar okay. reasons, like he's into the aesthetic of things, and like his photos aren't just like selfies of himself. They're like photos. Okay, yeah, that's a good read. And so we'll see. All right. Um. However, so most romantic. I also I put Warwick. Oh, you did. He's so cute. I don't so know. Cute. I saw him <laughs> and I was just like, ah. I want this man to stick around, so I don't know. I got a really good read from him. Also, his Instagram page was, like, normal. It oh, really? didn't look overly curated. There were blurry photos. There were photos of, like, vacations and just out with friends. It it wasn't overly curated at all. It It, like, looks like a normal— which sometimes if you're a normal person, you don't do well on this show because how could you? That's fair. But I'm always rooting for the—
0: the normal guy. I love that. He kind of gives me Greg vibes. Oh. I mean? Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I like it. I Which, if, if y'all have been listening, you should know that I chose Greg to be my partner on the desert island in case I needed a romantic partner. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> Huge Greg fan, but I'm glad him and Victoria are very happy. Yeah. Okay, so my answer for most likely to be the most romantic was... James, I don't really know why this was kind of based off of nothing, except that he grew up on an apple farm, which that to me in and of itself is kind of romantic. <laughs> oh, yeah. And he is said that he has written romantic love letters to to women in the past, like during dates. And he knows some French. So I don't know. Get out of town. It's kind of romantic.
1: Who doesn't want a romantic letter?
0: Yeah. And maybe to sit in an apple orchard while you read it. Yeah, he's another person. I wrote
1: actually. I feel really bad. All I wrote is just normal. Okay, but that doesn't—that's not an insult. Like no. he was another person who just sort of seemed like well, those are a the, really down-to-earth, average person that like isn't. I don't know. It just—it's a good read for me.
0: Those are the people we want charity, be, charity to be attracted to because. They tend to be there for, I guess, you know, here are my big air quote fingers, right reasons and not necessarily for the clout. Yeah,
1: to me too. They also weren't like super into fitness. They didn't have a ton of shirtless pics. They weren't really trying to like show off their bodies. It was more just like, I am a human being who has people in my life that I love just and I want realness? to show that. Yeah, okay. And I
0: think that's a really admirable thing. Same. So, okay, so that was our list of ten guys.
1: Yeah, if you want to go through bios and send us your ten, we would love to hear it. Feel free to email us, slide into our DMs, however you want to get it to us.
0: Yeah, and maybe we will post a list of these ten, and then we can reference them during the first episode and see if we were see how right far or off not. we were. <laughs> uh, so we've got some honorable mentions. Yeah, just ones that stood out that didn't really fit into any of the categories. Yeah. I'll start. Go for it. My first honorable mention is Caleb A. He is a doctor, and he described himself as a good listener, which I love a good listener. So that was <laughs> like, yes. He enjoys hiking, and he has a pet salamander, which I find to be kind of cute. Super cute. Uh, I have Caleb B. <laughs> Ooh, Caleb's
1: for the honorable mention. Oh. This is really fun to me. Uh, he's a WWE wrestler. Oh, here's the wrestler. Which is wild to me. Like, and it's really funny because I was just talking to my boss about this yesterday. I find this whole thing so fascinating. Like, who watches WWE? Also, who are these guys that are doing this? Because it's not real wrestling. It's it's a show and there's sort of a, a performance element to it and you're the hero or the heel. And I just find the whole thing really fascinating because I don't really understand what the fuck is going on. That's fair. I don't understand. And now that I've got Peacock because of Vanderpump Rules, apparently they're like the official streamer of all yeah. things WWE. So like, I don't know. Maybe I'm going to start talking about WWE on the side. <gasps> but I I don't know. I kind of have a feeling, and maybe I'm wrong, that he might be the first to go home. I just... Yeah. I. I and to be fair, I don't know any professional wrestlers. But I just feel like the people who must do this don't strike me as, like, socially ept, Dude, I don't even know what, yeah, just like, it It feels like you've definitely got to have a certain kind of personality. I hope he's not um, a shit stirrer. Okay.
0: So, anyway, but I also am excited and fascinated to uh, see who he is. The only thing I remember from his bio, aside from him being a wrestler, is he carved a seashell into either a heart or a flower and made it into a necklace and gave it to a girl. Oh my god, that's really cute. It is cute, so but maybe, I also feel like that's go-home first night energy.
1: Right? That's what I put. <laughs> yeah, he's gonna be the first one to go home. But I do think, I'm gonna laugh when he actually is like really sensitive, this really down-to-earth person and he gets out like all of his toxic masculinity through wrestling and then the rest of his life is just
0: he's just a really down-to-earth sensitive solid guy
1: guy, yeah well who knows i'm here to find out yeah so honorable mention i don't know first to go home
0: (laughs) maybe biggest surprise my next honorable mention is john henry mostly because i thought his picture was adorable there's something about his smile that i just think he's really cute uh, but also because he's an underwater, underwater welder, which is such a crazy job. Dude, those guys make bank. It, he claims to be a little shy. He shamelessly loves pumpkin spice lattes. And I love when guys will just shamelessly like things that are, you know, the guys shouldn't shamelessly like. Oh, yeah. Dude, like wear pink, drink pumpkin spice lattes. Do what you want to do. Solomon just recently admitted to me that he actually
1: really likes pop music and like enjoys Taylor Swift and Katy Perry. And I was like, why have you not told me this? He's yeah. Like, well, it just wasn't socially acceptable. Well, it is. So come on.
0: Hell yeah. And then something that makes me a little concerned is he claims he has only seen 20 movies in his whole life. So he might be weird. Yeah, I guess it depends on if you're doing that from the
1: angle of just like, you don't want to spend time inside or don't have time or if you kind of think that like, like a
0: weird childhood, right? Like, Were you
1: raised in a cult or do you think you're like better than other people because you don't watch TV? Did his
0: parents not own a television? I don't know. That was like a weird curveball for me, but he's really cute. And I think his career sounds crazy.
1: Yeah, that's a weird
0: brag. I don't no. know what I to make either. of that. And what
1: 20 movies?
0: You think we'll find out more about it? Oh, yeah. What 20 movies?
1: Dude, I'm going to message that guy on Instagram and be like, I want to know what 20 movies you've seen. I have a podcast. Please tell me. I want to talk Come about it. Come on our podcast and tell us. Yeah, this is the guy we want. What 20 movies have you seen and why only 20? Even if he's gone night one,
0: we should pursue it. I'm on it. Okay. Okay. I think those were my only honorable mentions. Did you have any more? I did. I have Chris because
1: he jumps high. I, I, I definitely, I did apparently come back and remember that he does that and i think that is pretty cool. Yeah. Um the easiest way to find everybody's Instagram profile is through bachelor data on Instagram and her most recent post has all of their Instagram handles. Oh, thank
0: you for sharing that. Yeah, so that's a
1: really good way to go do that. And then I also have Xavier down as an honorable mention.
0: Oh yeah, what did i have him as? Uh You Mama's boy. Yeah. Maybe not in a good way. But tell us why he's honorable mention to you. Oh, because he's a
1: scientist and a gamer. Okay. And I just feel like that a little bit stuck out to me.
0: Yeah. I mean, I guess it has
1: Romeo vibes, and we know how that ended. That's fair. Sometimes they don't make the greatest... TV personalities when you're socially awkward. <laughs> it reads a little off,
0: but bring on the nerds. We're here for it. Yeah,
1: I I love that. I definitely want to see more smart guys like and not doctors and lawyers because like it's so overdone. Like, OK, yeah, I get
0: it. But like. I want more nerds. Yeah, straight up. Just give me the scientists. Ivan on Tasha season was kind of nerdy. He was like a aerospace engineer.
1: Yeah, or I know it's not The Bachelor, but Paul in Love is Blind, you know, I just think, I don't know, brains are hot. Give me the hot guys. And gamers, that's really fun. I feel like there's, I can't ever tell, but I feel like guys on this show tend to have like a stigma against guys who play video games and are just like, well, why aren't you hitting the gym? So, I don't know. I'm a fan of anybody who's got their hobbies. I like video games and lifting weights. Yeah, things... We're complex creatures capable yeah. of, you know, enjoying many things. It does not have to be all or nothing or one thing or another. You know. Just Amen. Stupid. So, those are those are my honorable mentions. What do you think of this group of
0: guys? I think it's kind of eclectic. Yeah. I like how diverse it is. I am, you know, hoping for the best, expecting maybe slightly better than the worst. <laughs>
1: Yeah. It's always hard to tell. I do think it's an eclectic group of guys. Like I said, I do feel like it's the three F's that are pretty common, but Charity herself is a woman of faith. So if that's a big component of who she is, it does make sense. So I hope that they have picked guys that are good for her, but they they do seem like they're going to be fun. I'm, I'm looking forward to
0: it. Yeah. I just hope that they thoughtfully picked men that align with her and her values. And I think that they have not done a great job of that with Bachelorettes in the past.
1: Well, especially her being a black woman. Like, is everybody attracted to black women? Yeah. Like, on this cast. Like, that has to be non-negotiable. And in the past, that hasn't worked out. That's fair. And so, I, yeah, I just... Yeah, do better production.
0: Yeah. But overall, the guys seem fun. Yeah, and you know what is fun is, I feel like after each season, it's just kind of widening our Bachelor Nation pool, and it's fun to see who goes to Paradise, who doesn't. Yeah. I don't know. They always go on to do weird things. They do. Do we have any idea when Paradise starts? Like, who's going to be the next Rodney? Who's going to be the next Andrew S.? Yeah. You know, these guys kind of stay with us for a couple of years. They do. When is Paradise?
1: Yeah. Have you heard? No. Me neither.
0: But- it's after The Bachelorette and Paradise is where it's at. It usually is like
1: maybe there's a week in between and sometimes it's literally the next week you get.
0: I'm so excited to podcast about Paradise. God, me too. And then supposedly, supposedly, after Paradise is Golden Bachelor. I'm not holding my breath because they've said that before, but they have been advertising that it's supposed to happen this year.
1: I have heard too that it's a really shortened season, Oh, which is stupid. I. I can't remember exactly what article I read, but I read somewhere that it was only going to be three weeks of filming. What? Yeah, I know. So I don't know if it, I think what they might do is
0: do like a shortened season to see how it goes. Oh, okay. So. Or maybe people who are in their, I don't know, is it 50s or 60s? I don't remember the
1: age. Dude, 50 is not old. Like give me 70
0: years. Well, olds. I think 55 and older is technically senior. Okay. Right? Like yeah. that's when you start getting senior discounts. Uh but maybe people in their, you know, You really think it's 55? I I think it is 55. Okay. I could be wrong.
1: That's just so close. But
0: <laughs> Anyways, I think people maybe in their mid 50s and 60s maybe have a more specific idea of what they want. So maybe the whole process just goes faster.
1: (laughs) Yeah, people aren't putting up with any bullshit. Just hard no. Yeah, well, that'll be fun. It's going to be a long stint. We're not, you know, we're
0: going to go Bachelorette, Paradise, and Golden Bachelor. Yes, and a little bit of a throwback to Vanderpump Rules. If you guys have been watching Vanderpump Rules, I encourage you to go on Peacock and watch the Secrets Revealed. They Whoa. Out. Are they doing more? Is it just the one? It's that just, it's out? always, they always just do
1: the one the episode one. for the season.
0: The one episode was kind of packed. And so uh, we are encouraging you to go watch it because we're going to just briefly touch on it on our next podcast.
1: Yeah. You know, the first episode of The Bachelor, Bachelorette always is a little underwhelming because it's just a barrage of So men. many limo entrances. Yeah. So we'll do what we can to make that interesting. Uh, we've got some ideas. We're going to do our top four again. Um, if anybody wants in on that, you know, shoot us an email, let us know. We'll loop you in. And, uh, I, I think it also might be fun to do a bingo card. Yeah. Just a free for all. Just whatever you think might happen on this season, throw it down. And whoever gets the closest to blackout.
0: We'll post pictures of ours before episode
1: one. Yeah. And then... You can make yours, and we can see how it all goes. Yeah. And if you do it, let us know. Please. Yeah. Rather than, you know, just speaking out into the void. Sometimes it's nice when a voice calls back.
0: Yeah. We love when we hear voices or get messages or, you know, any, any type of contact. Seriously, this is our favorite topic. We've Are got- you out there? <laughs> Hello? <laughs> Uh, sorry, this is a little bit of a shorter episode, but we know we kind of went hard on VPR last week, <laughs> and we know that we're going to have a full season ahead of us to have normal-sized episodes. A full three seasons, yeah. kind of, I think. So we're in it to win it, guys. Yeah. And, you know, sometimes the bio episodes are hard to get through, so we hope you enjoyed our little creative way of doing it this time.
1: Yeah. And give us your two cents. We want to hear who you're looking forward to, and uh, we'll catch you next week.
0: But also, if we missed any guys who are, like, standout guys, we're sorry. <laughs> Absolutely, we're sorry. <laughs> All right, that's it. Okay, bye. Bye.
1: Drama Bonded is produced and hosted by Jessica Brumbaugh and Mandy Booth. Our production manager and editor is Solomon Brumbaugh. Our theme music is by Joe Waters. You can find more of his music streaming on the EP Jupiter Day Watch. Music vocals by Mandy Booth. Graphic designer is Pigeon House. And special thanks to Solomon, Joe, and Juan for all of your support and help getting this podcast off the ground. Thank you.